Hey everyone, Zach here. Just before we get into the podcast, I want to let you know a couple of things. I just wanted to take this moment to just thank you all. The feedback, the response, the growth has been amazing. It's blown me away. The number of messages and connections around this podcast has been outstanding. Nothing I've done before has exploded so much so quickly. So thank you so much. There's heaps of people wanting to be on the podcast. And, you know, I'm always looking for more. So it's super grateful. There's people messaging me about in-jokes from the different episodes. It's it's incredible. I'm, I'm blown away. So thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who's taken the time to rate and review wherever you're listening. It makes a massive difference. I also wanted to take this opportunity to let you know that I've set up the Patreon properly. Patreon's a way that you can support content creators like myself with monthly contributions. I want to keep it quite simple and I want to give you a lot. So for $5 per month, it's the only tier. If you choose to support me for $5 a month, you'll get the following. Early access to all my episodes the moment they are edited. So I'm going to be releasing episodes every two weeks. But right now, as of recording, I've got three in the bank. So you'd be able to get early access to all of those right now. If there's any behind the scenes content or outtakes, you'll get exclusive access to those. And this next one's the big one. I've started a kinky community Discord channel. People that support on the $5 per month tier will get access to the kinky community Discord channel and thus will be able to connect with other listeners, talk about the episodes and explore kinks. It's going to be a place that we can chat and connect. I'll be in there daily. Supporters will also get a chance to interview me on the podcast. Every so often, I'll raffle the chance to my supporters to do a reverse podcast. So if you're interested, you'll chuck your name down and you might be able to interview me. Ask me whatever questions you like and I'll be the one answering them. I know there's already been a push for a few of you asking for me to sort of share my personality, get into more stuff about that. And of course I will. And when I'm talking on the podcast, I'll be sharing myself. But this is a way that you can ask me, put me in the hot seat. I'll also give you guys a shout out. If you decide to support, I'll um, read out your name and just basically give you a thanks at the end of the episode that I've recorded after you've signed up. And the final thing is I'll be asking you guys for creative input on who to interview, what to ask, as well as what extra benefits and bonuses to provide on the Patreon and in the Discord channel. Once again, this is only $5 per month. If you can afford it, if you want to support, it makes a massive difference. Each episode that I do takes about three times the length of the episode to edit on top of it. So really, each episode is taking me about half to three quarters to a full day to give you. Now, I love it. I'm happy to do it. It's great. It's a passion project. But the more support I get, the more episodes I'll be able to put out. Maybe I'll be able to up my output to once per week. I'll be able to have more people on the podcast. So with your help, you get all those benefits and you get more episodes. Anyway, that's enough raffling. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Mm. Welcome to the Kinky Conversations podcast, where consent is king, pleasure is queen, and exploration of sexual expression is the name of the game. And now for your host... The delicious Zachary Phillips. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Casey, a 33-year-old hair and makeup artist from the United States who enjoys photography, baking, and travel. She shares with us the pitfalls most people fall into when entering the DMs 
and provides guidance on how to take better produce pictures. We dissect her experience with an epic house party, digging into the practicalities of all female threesomes, impact play, and wild outdoor group gatherings. We also discuss the LGBT plus rainbow mafia, the realities of bisexuality, switching, as well as how to pick up in the lesbian community. We end the talk with a handy take-home list for people wanting to play. Angle and style matter when you're taking pictures of yourself. When entering the pile of people, take a friend. Make sure to bribe your neighbors before a party. Clean up after the party with lemon-scented Lysol. Make sure to choose the music to match the mood and don't change it halfway through. Live away from home if you wanna have fun. If you're gonna hit the butt, make sure to use the up-cut technique. And when picking up a lady at the bar, lean into your nerdy side. I had a great time having this conversation. It was absolutely hilarious, and I know you'll enjoy it too. All right, so um, <laughs> let's get into the topic of unsolicited dick pics because we've had a bit of a, um, a back and forth on social media about that. Um, my, my profile picture isn't of a male or a female, but for whatever reason, people still assume that if I don't post enough pictures of my face that I'm a chick. And um, if you're a chick online in the kink space, you get a lot of eggplants in your DMs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of eggplants, a lot of peaches, a lot of produce. A lot of produce. <laughs> Shopping, shopping carts worth, and it's um. Oh my god! Oh. Costco shopping carts worth, like. So, so just give a little bit of backstory. What, what do you post online that warrants um? Not that it warrants it, but what, what do you think uh, attracts the produce uh, piles to the DMs? Jeez, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really have that big of like showing my king side on social media. I just kind of keep it private, but I put selfies up. You know, I'm like, I show a little skin yep. and that's where yep. the produce comes in. It doesn't happen like all the time for me because I'm mainly posting memes. But if I post something that looks like it could be a picture of me, quote unquote, I start getting the DMs and like, it's typically this guy, you know, and it's always the same guy. It's not the same yeah. guy, but it sounds like the same guy. It's like, okay, hey, let's, let's role play it. I bet you can do it. <laughs> Hi. Silence. How are you? Silence. And it's just, it's just, it's just this. Yep. And then like, I get the ones that's like, hey, can we be friends? It's like, dude, I don't know you. I've never met you. Like, and then does I get, my mom like, know you? Otherwise we can't be friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> so they enter unwarranted. Do they just lead with the dick? Sometimes. Yep. 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 Just, I'm going through my DMs in the morning. You know, some of my friends overnight send me the memes. Because <laughs> we like meme war all the time. And we like just dump stuff in each other's inboxes overnight so i'm going through it all i'm just like whatever half asleep and i'm like flip one up and i'm like nope that is not that is not what i was expecting from my friend l that was not what i was expecting from Lacey. like i don't know who that is <laughs> what what's the typical pose like it sounds like you've got like a few um you're getting a catalogue of uh the eggplants what's the <laughs> is the typical like the down angle are they doing a mirror shot like What's the um, what's the typical etiquette that you got going on in the DMs? Like how how are they how are they how are they angling? Um, a lot of them. So I don't know if you've ever experienced Tinder at all, 
but like guys like to post their fish pictures like when they go fishing or like hunting they hold up their trophies oh really okay yeah and like it always looks way bigger than it's supposed to be so it's like they're like zoomed in on it and i'm like mm. <laughs> what what they need to do is give you like a context like put like a, a five dollar bill next to it yeah. so, they, so you can you're like i know how big a five dollar bill is i know how you know like i can right? ju- roughly judge yeah, or like the actual size of like a real banana or something. If you're talking produce, you can get those micro bananas. You know, like what? You, you need it. Well, like you know, bananas are different sizes. You, micro you, you, bananas? Gonna, gonna... Oh, are we talking metaphorical bananas or real bananas? Look, both. It doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but like like you go to a shop, right? Yeah. There's a stack of bananas. Which banana am I going to choose? If I'm going to send you a pic of my dick next to a banana, I'm choosing the smallest banana there, right? <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a five dollar bill or some. <laughs> That's so what's what's the angle? Are they is it is it like the like it's I'm straight pointing down. down, straight down? See that's a shit angle. It is. That's the worst angle. I'm like at least like, give just, me a profile like, or something. You know something with a little <laughs> little art to it. I'm a photographer. Give me a little art. Don't just straight down <laughs> zoom in. How how should they um, how should they what would be the most artistic way to enter the DMs with a um? Is this a, a tutorial pick? now? <laughs> <laughs> hey hey look. Look, if they're gonna come regardless, so yeah, pun intended. Yeah, yeah. So we have to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> but I mean, okay. So what you want to do is like even for selfies. So if you want like a really nice selfie picture, guys, gals, dolls, them, theys, like kind of do like a three quarter. It's like okay. don't come straight on. Don't do straight profile. Kind of do like. Like a three-quarter. Like little little bit of like a side angle, not like, this is me. Right, yeah. We don't want full frontal. You know, that's okay. that's a whole different side of things. But, you know, just a little angle. Just a little, like, you know, show a little detail. Because usually when it's, like, straight up and down like that, you don't see any detail. It's all, like, blown <laughs> out because it's too bright or too dark. <laughs> so they should, they should maybe apply some filters to it as well, like get some editing on it. Yes, like... Photoshop is your friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Natural is fine. Just just play with the angle a little bit. What about if they like stood over the camera and it was like pointing up? Would that be a fun angle? Yeah. Something different, you know? Like something different. Yeah. Instead of just a typical just straight up and down, like, hey. <laughs> here it is. Lovely. Here it is, like the like it's like a, a drone going over, you know, like that's like not that angle. Let's not do that. <laughs> no Google Maps. No Google Maps. It's what what gets me? It's the just you don't lead with the dick, you know. Like it just seems like bad or any etiquette. produce, really. You don't do it. You just don't don't lead with the body. What are, what are you hoping to accomplish? Like this is this is what I don't get. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But like, what are you? What are they? What are they hoping to get? It's like, hey, like you're just gonna be so blown away by the sheer <laughs> magnitude and glory, like. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, what, what's what's their end game? I don't get it. Like, I've tried to engage some of them. Like, legit. Like, they'll they'll yeah. message me, and I'll be like, and I'll be like, what what's you going for there, buddy? Like, cool, <laughs> thanks. What I want to see at eight a.m. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's a coffee and an eggplant in the morning. <laughs> Instead of like a donut, it's an eggplant. Hey, look, what it's all produce right at this stage. Same <laughs> <laughs> same things happens with with me with with ladies like it'll it's 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 a lot rarer but you get the occasional lady just like here's everything and it's oh, like God, yeah. mm, 
like it's not it's not hot like it's it's out of context it's like if you just try and start having sex like off the bat you're not into it right and like if you're playing like online sex then it's sort of like an analogy to it and it's like i'm not ready to see everything all in a big go like play with me talk with me flirt with me you know let's have a little bit of a banter back and forth before i see you absolutely spread eagle everything and now there's no there's no imagination like you've shown me absolutely everything like i want to be able to pretend like figure something out myself you know like well at least at least initially like let's have a little bit of like a a play right yeah it's like a book it's like you know obviously there's still some picture books for adults but like you know like for the most part like novels there's no pictures like i want to like figure it out for myself and imagine it myself like bit of a journey right yeah exactly (laughs) <laughs> okay, so so we've um we've got through the uh the DMs. Now uh, hopefully Remember, uh, I like trumped you because I got videos one morning. Just cold, Oh, that's right. Yes. Cold videos. They just, just straight came up, out of nowhere. Video. Yeah. Just straight up like stroking it, playing with it. I was like, I have no idea who you are. Sorry. How how far into the video did you watch before you exited? Uh like 5 seconds, 10 seconds. That's a decent amount of time. Like, I gave it a shot. You got a bit of curiosity. Yeah. The the angle was all right. Yeah, it was a good angle. It had a little art to it. It wasn't just like <laughs> Google Maps. Here it is. You know. But yeah, I, I was love like, it. Uh, <laughs> nope, not today. They should invest in a um, in like like a stand so they can do it from like you know off off on the angle up high maybe like different down below like put like put a ring camera light up stand. on the wall you know. Get a ring light stand that like. you can one of those ring lights. Yeah, you yeah, put, yeah. You can put your phone right yeah. in the middle of it, and you can angle it however you want. There you go. You can pose against it. I love it. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I've, I've Profile, got the occasional video yeah. too. It's it's just it's 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 a lot first thing in the morning because like I wake up and I get like twenty to thirty to forty DMs. It's it's getting crazy. Like it's already at this stage where I'm like I don't have like I just don't have time anymore. It's crazy, and you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to uh be greeted with. They're like, yours is probably like 10 times as many as I get. So you probably experience way more than I do, but I'm just like, still no. No, thank you. If I don't know that, if I'm not familiar with that produce in the real world or with the don't, person don't with the produce, people. I don't want anything to do with it first thing in the morning. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, and every time I post something, I get like about this topic, I get a bunch of people, you know, agreeing with my statement, which is like, just basically get informed, enthusiastic consent. Like you don't, it's not, it's not hard. What's the real, the real world analogy is your like what going to a, a you know some random place and being like, hey, here's everything. You, you would never do that in real well, life. Well, it's because it's illegal. Exactly. <laughs> like you get arrested for that if you go to like like a restaurant or just in the middle of a city block. You go, hey, look at all my yeah. bits. Like you get arrested for that. Like. Well, you're not going to a city block because you're not sharing it widely. You're you're like you're you're you're, you're taking someone to a private room. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> even like, worse. Like it's like you found you found yourself in an elevator with oh, the person, no. and they're like, and they it's hit just the like, panic hey. button, <laughs> and they like stop it, so you're stuck there. Oh god. Oh, uh, it gets it gets yeah. When, when you apply it to a real world example, it's um, it sounds a lot more serious than than on online space because you can obviously you can just x out and delete, but it's it's unwanted. Anyway, <laughs> um, so 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 a question that I like to to ask everyone it seems it feels like it's a it's a sort of like a, a good lead in and tell me if this this takes you somewhere is have you ever fulfilled a true fantasy 
And was it all that you expected? Hmm. Hmm. I'm like really thinking about it. So I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> that's a that's like a fantasy to me. Well, it might have been a fantasy back in the day. Like I, I have this idea that like let's say a fantasy is to have a threesome, for example. And then once you've had a bunch of them, it's no longer considered a fantasy because yeah. it's considered your norm, right? Right, yeah. So like so you might have to think back that it's like, okay, well, when I was first getting into this thing, or maybe there was this one time, but then it became this thing that I was sort of doing a lot. Oh, so there's one. This was back in grad school. We talked about this too online, where it's like you had posted that meme about how the Roman ancestors were like embarrassed by us because we were stuck doing jobs every day instead of like rolling around naked in the fields drinking wine. Hmm. And like, I had mentioned, like, in grad school, like, coming up with the summer solstice, you always had, like, a wild, crazy, like, Bacchus party, <laughs> pretty much. And, like, it would just be wild and crazy. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's, it's just, like, a sex party, pretty much, with a bunch of grad students that are high and drunk. So, yeah, that was the first time. It was just, oh, my gosh, it was so overwhelming. Because I was living in the house at the time. It was, like, basically, like, a commune. There was, like, 15 of us, and only five of us were supposed to be living there. Nice. <laughs> so yeah you know cheap rent you know and yeah the party it happened every year i knew going into the house that that's what happened every summer every summer summer solstice rolls around wild and crazy party get ready for it so i moved in two weeks before that party so i'm just like still trying to get my bearings in the house you know find where i sit in the hierarchy <laughs> the 15 people living there and oh my gosh it was insane like I had never seen that big a pile of naked bodies before. All right, all right. Step, step back a step. People come over, night progresses, and then it just becomes, and it's known that this is what's going to happen. You turn up to this party like you're going to a sex party. Yeah, pretty much. In like a door, in a dorm room. Like, what's what's the no, place like? No, it's a like? house. It's a big house. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, like, big... how, how big a house? Like, how many rooms are we talking? Um, I think. Well, technically, we were only supposed to have five bedrooms, but we made eight bedrooms. Okay. <laughs> a couple of them are closets. So, <laughs> but so, so people are having sex everywhere. Yeah. Just in the yard, awesome. in the bedrooms, in the bathrooms. Like So 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 what's your what's your what roles uh or role did you play? Did you did you observe? Did you join in? Did you like sample the different rooms? <laughs> well there weren't like set rooms or anything that wasn't like a, <laughs> it wasn't a menu. You don't see what's on the door and go in there. No. It was just people just pairing up and walking off with groups of people, but I mean, at first I was like, I mean, I, I'd been in the kinky world for a while and I was like, okay, I'm kinky, but wow. <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> so, uh, hmm. so I had a couple shots of me and I'm like, okay. So I found one of my roommates because we had been together before, she and I. And so I'm like, okay, you're my safe person. <laughs> so I'm going to follow you around wherever you go tonight and just go with the flow. She's like, okay, that works for me. So I was introduced to a lot of people that night. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you, 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 you put the hand on the, on the shoulder of the friend. I'm like, listen, yeah, you were my person today. I'm just following you. Because <laughs> she had lived in the house for like five years already. So she, like, she was one of the party planners. She's the one that started the stuff. And the party and all that. Oh, nice. Yeah, tradition of it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just following you. I'm good. Put a drink in my hand. I'll just follow you. So, 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 um, <laughs> so, can you give me some highlights of the night? Personal experience. Hmm. I mean, there's 
Like you can probably see my face. I'm like reliving it right now. It's like, yeah, good one. Yeah, you've got you've got like a little coy smile with your eyes, sort of like, mm. like, oh, you're thinking like, should I share this thing that I'm thinking? Yeah, should I share this one? Or should I share this one? Um, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> Do share. That's why we're here. We're here to talk, right? Kink. First threesome ever in that party, and it was three girls. It was amazing. Okay. Yeah, yep. that was amazing because I'd only slept with like one on one before, you know. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm into this. Let's do this. And then there was, um, someone had like made up like a mock dungeon. It wasn't like officially like a real like sex dungeon, but he had brought a lot of toys with him and he was in the basement. So we called it the sex dungeon. And found out I'm really in impact play. Who knew? You know, like. You found, you found out then in this party? Yeah. That was, that was the. Yeah, he brought so it you up. went from a three threesome into finding out impact play. Yep. Yeah. Next, let's keep it rolling. I love it. <laughs> and then this, is, this sounds and like then, a great night so far. And then I took a hydration break because you gotta say hydrate. Got it. Got to hydrate. <laughs> took a snack break, and I mean a literal snack, not a metaphorical snack. Um, well, that, that happened that comes later. Before and after yeah, the yeah, real snack. Yeah. And then like somehow I ended up in the yard because there was like this big fenced-in yard and there was a big bonfire. That's where the big party was. And it was just rolling around, people in various forms of dress and not dress, and yeah, like, it was so overwhelming, like, you don't even know, like, I walked in there, I'm like, okay, so I just, like, kind of waded into the middle of it, and, because <laughs> at that point, I'm like, I'm good, I'm used to this, I am an old, I am old hand at this, I'm good, and my friend's like, she's like, are you sure? I'm like, you're still coming with me. But you're dragging going her in, along. Yeah, I'm like, we're going in the middle. We're seeing what's happening. <laughs> I'm imagining a pile of bodies just sort of gyrating and pretty much. And like... Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It's like if you ever see like bit old movies or whatever, like like sex parties, like people just with each other, like whatever. That's what it looked like, and by bonfire too. So it was just crazy. It was like really primal, yep. really like ancient feeling it was so cool i loved it i'm concerned about the bonfire because like i'm imagining like let's say the fire is over one side and there's this sort of pile of like do you know how penguins sort of like the outside <laughs> ones get cold like yeah. i'm imagining like there's this continual rotation to the inside of like rolling over each other like oh you're in the middle and then you sort of rotate i'm out, sure right? there is yeah i feel there's just a natural rotation of people like flip them over like a burger <laughs> or something you know it's like done on one side time to like cook the other side but yeah and then so were you were you um like drunk high, like how 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 inebriated are you? Um, by that point, the pot had worn off, and I was just yep. like wine drunk, which is a completely different kind of dip- drunk compared to like whiskey drunk or whatever drunk. Yep. So I was just wine drunk. I'm like, I'm just having a good time. I'm happy. I'm just. But you you're not like you know you're not like off your face you're you're able to obviously walk and make yeah yeah like i'm not like completely blackout no absolutely not i'm like i'm not going to be my first one because i need to know what's going on <laughs> i'm I'm glad you say that because i'm always curious about the like the practical side of things so i'll pull it back to the um the the threesome as well but like you're you're in a pile of people you're all naked and people are like touching fucking licking kissing like like what what is like practically actually happening if that makes sense because it's like i can imagine i'm imagining an idea but then i'm like i'm thinking like if i was in this situation like i'm like over here there's like 
a body there's a body there's a body like who's doing what to who and how yeah. how, how am i knowing where where am i put like do you sort of see what i'm saying like, <laughs> the how, logistics how this, what's the what's the practical nature of this event <laughs> the logistics and the planning involved <laughs> I've, I've, I've asked this of everyone because it's like you know if you've done it it's like it sort of feels a bit obvious you know yeah. like but you know like it's because you've because you've experienced it but like when like you know this is maybe me being a writer because i want to be able to write a uh, a big pile of people having sex by, <laughs> by a bonfire that sounds like fun but then then i have to describe it it's like i can do the abstract thing it's like they all got into a pile and yeah. parts touched the other parts but like but that's not like that's not good enough i want to like if i if i have to if i can like just go into the depth so like do do um get get a uh, get real like like um descriptive here so most of the people you know in this party that's kind of just a given like you know the people from the english department there's like the rugby team they're all in the arts department we all know each other in one way or another so it's not like strangers on strangers we know each other kind of at least in passing we know each other's names so that kind of helps with like the logistics of like who is that like why is that person touching who is that you know instead of like punching someone like okay i like this you know um it's just like like you said there's people here there's people here there's people behind you there's on top of you everywhere and you just kind of grab onto someone you know hopefully you know you know a lot of people but you know someone really well and that's kind of like your touch point you know that's like your person that's your touch point in the pile like okay if i can see them i'm good because then like because they're like your tap out you know because you can't really use like a safe word help help you out yeah you can use a safe word in the pile but like it's easier just to tap out like literally like tap out so people were tapping and tapping out it was like wrestling pretty much (laughs) like tag teaming kind of like tag in tag out like people coming in coming out but and it's just you just find a rhythm with a person that you're with like no one's offended if you like kind of push them away because i mean can't be in a pile there's someone for you in there you know, logistically and statistically, there is someone in there that will be okay with you touching them. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know? Like but, it. But yeah, so it's just, you have that touch point. You can tap out whenever you want, and, like, no one's going to be, like, holding you down or dragging you back into, like, the pits of hell or whatever. You know, it's way more fun than that. Because <laughs> you can leave and come no, back no. whenever you want. And it's just, it's kind of like a... Trying to... Hmm. It's like a overwhelming endorphin kind of a feel. It's like a wash of like all the touch. Like if you're not into touch, don't do it. Just a heads up. But if you're like super touchy feely like I am, a hugger, really tactile, like it felt like the most soft, fuzzy blanket. Like that kind of comfort a little bit. On top of it being incredibly sexy as well. incredibly hot i mean there's a lot of grunting there's a lot of like sighing and howling and yeah a lot of noise and like beforehand we went around the block a couple days before and like gave all of our neighbors like target gift cards and homemade cookies and stuff to shut them up so they wouldn't call the cops (laughs) i like that that's that's a level of pre-planning that i um we always did that it's like hey just like there's going to be a massive fire and a lot of grunting. Don't stress. It's all it's under fine. control. With... Just relax. Here's some cookies. Yep. Nice. I like yeah. it. <laughs> and like we did that for every major party that we had at the house. We'd go around the block and like basically bribe our neighbors. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. Like the, we're giving practical advice on this episode. Yeah. It's like this is how you send a dick pic. This is how you have a a, 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 a massive orgy puppy pile. This is this is the way. Like yeah. we, you've um we're we're in, we're enhancing the experience. Right. So it's okay, a how-to so, guide. So, sorry, it's a how-to guide. How to how to guide. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple of things I want to bring back to because um maybe we'll circle back around to this a few times. I'm sure we will. Um, Everybody did. Oh, oh, yeah. Everybody circled the party pile. <laughs> it just what happens. <laughs> so, so, so you're you're touching, you're playing, you're fucking. <sighs> okay, so like, I, um, where I want to ask is like, let's say you're like one on one with a partner, right? Obviously, like you can play different roles and different things, but like, ostensibly, the goal is to you know have a good time and help them have a good time, sort of in general. I'm I'm generalizing, yeah. but like most people will be wanting to get themselves off and get the other person off, right? Yeah, in, yeah. in general theory, yeah. In, in general, right? Um, <laughs> some people are a bit more selfish. Um, right. But, you know, if I'm in a big pile of people, am I trying to get the collective off? Or am I just sort of like, <laughs> is, is the, do, do you see what I'm saying? Like, is the yeah. act of me... Am I? Am I like okay? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna touch this this dick over here. I'm playing with these tits over here, but also like <laughs> like am I am I like trying to give out more than I receive, or is it just sort of like every man, woman, and person for themselves? Like how how are we um do we do we have an etiquette thing? Or are you just we're getting so really philosophical really... about this? Hey hey, look, like, uh, I I'm, love I'm gonna it. Take it wherever I think I feel it's fantastic. Like. Like the philosophy <laughs> I got, I got of a play not... pile. Like what? Sorry, <laughs> the... I, I've not beaten in this experience before, so I'm curious to like like. You know, like if I'm lost in the moment, then it's like, am I just like, you know, sometimes you can be lost in the moment and you try it like as you're pleasing the other person, like you're, you're lost in their pleasure and like, you know, they're coming and, or you're, you're they're, they're building up and you're sort of like almost having like a, like, like, like a phantom orgasm with them. Like you're not coming, but it's like the yeah. act of bringing them closer is amazing. Right. Yeah. So I imagine like you're vibing off everyone else doing that yeah. all at once. It's like a you know giant, I mean? like everybody's just feeling the energy, like. You're feeding mm. off of everybody's energy that you like when you walk into it, and then like when you're in it, when someone else joins in, they're feeding off of it. Like it's crazy. Like I'm imagining like tribal drum sort of music <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> what, what 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 music have you got, Brockett, in the background? Oh gosh, what did we have playing that year? Um, we had a lot of pop punk because a lot of us love that. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, a lot of classic rock. Um, and then at one point, like EDM started playing out of nowhere. Like someone jacked the aux cord and just started uh, going crazy with that. I don't mind no. it, but it was kind of a mood killer. You don't. Cha- you can't change the style. Like this is the thing. Like you set a style of music, whatever it is, right at the start of the session, and that's what you keep the whole session, unless there's like a an agreed break. Like we're taking a hydration break. You can change the music and the style. Like, I feel like, like if you, if you're playing like heavy metal or like death metal, like that's a different type of play than if you're playing like, you know, Taylor Swift, right? (laughs) You're going to have a different experience. (laughs) Oh gosh. Now I want to think about like the different experiences, with different genres of music and artists. Hey, if this is the how to guide, right. You've got to literally pick your, um, pick your genre like if you're if you're like i don't know like i get into the groove of music so if i'm yeah. if i'm playing like a like a a hard beast like sort of sh- like heavy thing it's like you're getting fucked right you know? yeah <laughs> but if, if if it's like a soft love song thing it's like no we're gonna like just gonna you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah absolutely it's like norse death metal and like barry manilow 
Norse death metal? Yeah, you've never heard of Norse death metal? Like you got to I need to look into It's so good. I need to I need to check out some North death metal and um, then play with some North death metal. Yeah, like the Norse meth metal, like from like Norway and Sweden, like, oh my gosh, the Viking death metal. It's so good. I need to, I need to. Um, it's intense. Maybe you can send me, you can send me a link to oh, um, something after the podcast. And then Mongolian uh, chant metal too. That's really good. I've, I've heard some of that actually. It's, it's like really the, good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like it like reverberates. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what is this? Well, so. This is like like completely off different topic, but it might sort of bring it back, right? There, there's this idea that like um, women get off on male vocalizations. Like there's all of the memes that you see popping up of um, be like you know like you know guys that moan and it's hot. Yeah. And the and the um, the 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 uh, evolutionary argument is that if a guy's making sound, it sort of covers for the girl making sound, so the, and then you're both sort of covering for each other, yeah. and then that sound itself sounds like an animal about to attack, so it scares off other people. <laughs> That makes sense. So then, yeah. So then, so then you apply that to um Mongolian oh sort of death <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. And like any screamo, growly metal, like yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That makes sense. You cover you're covering the um the sound, but it's also like you're sort of reverberating off it. You know when you sing a song and you hit the same pitch, yeah, right? And you like you're sort of vibing with that song. And you're like yeah, you just you're vibing with the you know the pleasure sounds. I love it. Absolutely, yeah. And, and like you said, it's a completely different vibe if, like, you're playing, like, I don't even know, like, Michael Bolton or, you know, <laughs> that's a completely different vibe from Mongolian death metal, <laughs> you know, like, that's like the soft, like, 80s, like, soft focus, you know, like, pastel stuff going on. <laughs> this is, choose the music is the next session. So, so bribe your neighbors. Yep. Uh, get get a get a proper angle and practice practice your angling for your dick pics. Yeah, and um, choose choose the right music. We suggest Mongolian death metal. Yes, Mongolian death metal. That's the that's the the next thing. <laughs> or or I mean, I don't know how you feel about them, but Deftones. That's a really good band to do. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. It it doesn't like what you don't want. I don't think is like a, like a real banging rap. You mm-hmm. know, like because it's like you start rapping to, and then you're not. To, you know, it's just. I don't know. You want to be able to like sort of not engage with the lyrics too hard. Yeah. I feel if you, if, I don't know, maybe I'm just quite lyrical. So then I'm like starting, like I'm like rocking to the music. Well, that like, goes dude, with poetry like, too. You know, it's like, if they're really good lyrics, I'm going to get distracted. I'd be like, I need to, I need to like listen to this. Hold on. Like, this is a really good rhyme. Hold on. This, pause. This, this is exactly it. <laughs> like pause. <laughs> Let me write this down. I have an idea. Hang on, hang on. Ev- everyone in the pile, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> For 10 seconds. Okay. Proceed. Okay. Let, let's let's pull it back to the to the big. Actually, no. Before we pull it back to the beginning of the story, did anything happen after the big pile? Is there any other extra things? Because we've got the 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 triple three triple female threesome, the impact play, and the pile. Is there any other um, experiences in this in this party experience? Um, I mean, those are the highlights. Like, I mean, those are pretty good highlights. But <laughs> those are the highlights. Um, I kind of just like vegged out. For the rest of the night, I'm like, I'm good. I'm just gonna lay here. I feel like I would be done after the first experience. <laughs> <laughs> how, okay, okay. Before we move on from the pile, how how long did you stay in the pile? Like, what's the average pile um, experience? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Time stops in the pile. I would imagine so. <laughs> I mean, is it like how how long does a Mongolian death chant? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was um, we were actually listening to 
Norwegian death metal. Because so, there was a lot of Viking pagan people at that party, so we were listening more that. I imagine they would last for, like, those songs would be, like, quite a long... Yeah, they were a good be, ten like, a minutes. Quick... Right, so you get, you're in there for at least a song, right? <laughs> at least a song. <laughs> one cycle is one song. This is, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I don't even Come know. out, one cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's at incredible. the entrance, I... like, timing it. It's like, okay, next song. <laughs> Ding. Well, like... What I'm imagining is, is like some chaperone person being like, okay, you've been in the pile for too long, your time's <laughs> expired, hop out. It's like, you need a break. Let the other, kid, let the other people play, it's your, not your turn anymore. Like a you ball can join pit? The back of the line. <laughs> yeah, a ball pit, that's exactly it. That would actually add a lot to it. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell my friends you- that now. I'm just like, wait, that's, that is such a good idea. <laughs> Okay, they're the highlights. Let's focus on the highlights because, yeah, after all of that, I would be um pretty pooped yeah, as well. I was done after that. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna lay here. I'm good. I'm gonna lay in the grass. Yep, I I would too. Let's let's pull it back to the um to the threesome, the the three three male threesome, three female threesome. We got the uh, tongue See, twister. That ten times I'm sure passed. it was a tongue twister. Yeah, it was. <laughs> ah. So, so I've spoken to a few people on the podcast and um and privately, and my own experiences with threesomes is that there depends on how it runs and like a level of inebriation and all that sort of stuff. But it's like interspersed hotness with awkwardness because you're trying to navigate the, the, the three people system. Like, you know, you watch porn, right? And obviously it's directed. So it's like these people are like, it's perfectly positioned and angled and it's, you know, it's, it's art. Right. But art isn't real life. So what, what's, (laughs) um and and i haven't spoken to someone who's um had like you know three three female experience so how how's the um once again what's the practicality of the experience it's very awkward (laughs) at the very beginning because like you're trying to figure out who's going where whose head and whose you know produce is going to be all up in each other's business it turns into kind of a circle uh, yeah, I was gonna say you could go like a three-way, like like head body, head body, head body, right? Kind of, in, yeah. in like a sort of a. Okay. That's kind of how it turned out, which was fine. Yep. But at the beginning, we're all like trying to figure it out because we're all, we're on a bed. It's just, it's a full size bed. It's not even a big size bed, so people are falling yeah, off constantly. <laughs> <laughs> like I turn around and my friend's gone. I'm like, where the hell did you go? And you're like, eh. you just see this hand like off the side of the bed, just hi. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing down there? Get it back up here. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me a couple times. Like, I slid right off. I'm just like, there I go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> On the whole, was it a fun experience? Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. And yep. I mean, like I said, I'd been with women before as a bisexual. You know, I go, I go back and forth. But being with two, it was like, because I'd been in like a threesome with like another woman and a man or two men or two with two other women. I was like, holy shit holy shit, this is amazing. <laughs> like, no one is, like, off the side, like, watching and not participating. It was amazing. Mm. Like, we were all involved. It was, like, it's not like we knew where to put our hands, but it was, like, hands were always active and faces were always active. And it was, like, this is what it's supposed to be like. Like, everybody is participating, no matter, like, what so, configuration it is. So, So you found that with... Um, the other configurations, two males and you, or a male or female and you, that there was someone being excluded. At during. some point, yeah. Hmm. Either me or one of the other ones, and I'm just like, okay, I guess it's my break time. <laughs> I'm going to go get hydrated. I'll be right back. 
Yeah. I'd rather change the music. We're good. Right? It's like, we're good. Good music. You want me to change the vibe? Like, what, are, what do we need? Snacks? <laughs> There's a there's, there's there's a bunch of memes on that one as well. It's like during the threesome, you're just like off to get snacks and come right, on. yeah, exactly. And I I did that once. I'm like, do we need snacks? I'll go get some snacks. We've been at this a while. See, see, that's the other thing. It's it's like it's not. It doesn't have to be all super serious. And by by super serious, I mean it doesn't all have to be like we're all fucking all the time. Yeah. Like uh, you know, like I, I I don't know. I feel like like porn or like movies or whatever gives this expectation of what things should be and then you compare that to the reality both this is why i'm curious the practicalities right because you don't learn practicalities (laughs) from movies you know have you ever seen a movie where someone falls off a bed not not (laughs) not in a comedy movie but like you know like a serious scene yeah no it doesn't happen it's 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 so much more goopy in real life yeah it is the goop (laughs) yeah there's so much goopy sweaty body fluids it's like we didn't bring enough towels This is what I'm saying. I'm imagining like the the pile is going to have a lot of goop. There was a hose like, afterwards. You know, we all hosed off. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Because so it was in the yard. Yeah. Practi- yeah. Okay, so so did, sorry, so back back to the pile again because this is a whole <laughs> other thing, right? The, the clean up of the pile. Yeah, just just a pile. hose. Did, so so are you, is is some people hosing off as the pile's still going on yeah. over on the other side? So it's like it's like, it is like a chain, right? Yeah, it is. It's like okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna go shower now. <laughs> Go hose up in the garden and back to it. Pretty much. I mean, you're covered in sweat. You're covered in dirt. You're covered in who knows who's what. Mm. You know, like, there's a lot of fluids going on. So you're like, I'm good. I'm going to go shower off now. So you just take the garden hose and hose off and you go somewhere else. And... So I do have to ask, like, what's the, um like, the, the, the STI situation <laughs> there? What's the pregnancy <laughs> situation? Like... <laughs> Because like, I mean, like, like, I was that fine. All sound, that all sounds sorry. I was fine, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we never really put that into consideration in college. Like, do you really think about that in college? Like, come on. No, no, but I'm just like we're yeah. we're, we're, we're talking about it post fact. I'm like, Ugh. Right, and then the other yeah. question I have, it's like, oh god, because like that sounds fun for me. It's like there was, I remember listening to a comedian, and he he, he talked about this. Uh, this sort of fantasy that he had in the fantasy he's putting on a condom because he can't even like fantasize about doing something like some sort of unsafe <laughs> sex because it's like it, it just blocks his mind he's like yeah but I, I couldn't i couldn't i couldn't fuck her raw because it's like i would put a condom on <laughs> hey, so even a these, for like, effort and a for practice you know hey good for you <laughs> uh, yeah but like in college you're not thinking about the logistics of that like the aftermath you know you're like look i I was thinking about the logistics, and maybe this is why I didn't get any uh, any piles of um, primal play. <laughs> you were hanging out with the wrong departments. That's what it was. I think I was. I most I was in the psych department. Like you know, surely there's some. I don't well, know. We had psych people all the time over there. Look, maybe it, maybe it's a cultural thing. Australia Australian um, experiences sound a lot different to the US experiences. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe mine was um, different, but we we don't live like on campus or away from home. We just sort of go to to our uni and come back, you know, to our parents' house for lack of a better expression. So we don't. There's not this like traveling to the other side of the. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm being like cliche here, but it seems like you guys will go to another completely different place and you're <laughs> just sort of like by yourself. Kind of, and then this happens. Yeah, right. This is this is the this is the next step. You go to a different state, different college, and this is the next step. No, not really. 
See, see, we're adding to the how-to guide, right? <laughs> I, if I didn't live at home and I was like, I would be far more, you know, yeah. like, and I was just on my own in that state, I'd definitely be doing uh, far more. Right, yeah. Stuff. And like, the thing is, I only went 45 minutes from my hometown to college. That's enough. It that's is. enough, though. Like, like that's a, you've got to make a decision to go 45 minutes to someone's house. It's <laughs> that's not like very true. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, I got time. I can go. It's you, you, it's a day trip. Like, you know, you, you're doing, like, that's, you know, what, an hour and a half both ways. Yeah. Okay. So, so the, the pile, right. Let's say the next day, cause you, you lived in this house, right? Oh what yeah. What is the state of the house the next day? Oh my God. <laughs> it was, it's always <laughs> trashed after one of our big parties. Oh my God. And I'm like, I'm like the mom of the group. I'm always like the one that like takes people and like tries to clean up afterwards. I'm like I woke up the next morning and I'm like, I'm going to go shower. <laughs> I am going to go to get coffee. I'll be back. Please start cleaning up before I get back. Because I was like, I was catatonic. I was like literally like, just nothing. I could not handle the mess. I'm like, I cannot handle this. Nope. What was the general mess of? I'm imagining um, like alcohol containers, beer cans. Oh yeah. What else? What else am I? What else am I seeing everywhere? Like like random nondescript piles of goo. Like <laughs> just like there's the maybe pile. A, no. Maybe a maybe passed out people outside. Oh, yeah, like what, still, what are we talking? There's still a lot of people sleeping, like on the porch outside, everywhere in the house. Like in the there was one person literally sleeping in the dishwasher sorry what say that again yeah. in the dishwasher they had taken out the racks and like <laughs> they had like kind of sat themselves up in it and i'm just like no 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 i no, <laughs> i'm not dealing with this today i mean this, i've fallen asleep person... in weird places but not a dishwasher how how big is your dishwasher slash how small is this person it was a very small girl she was very small she was very petite like Five five one, like maybe ninety pounds, soaking wet. She was on the gymnast team, so she was very tiny. So she's like, she's got the flexibility to yeah. contort herself into a dishwasher as well. But I have a feeling it was like a dare, and then and she, then just, she fell just fell asleep. Because <laughs> I mean, I used to have a party trick when I was in gymnastics that I could fit myself in a carry-on suitcase. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So I get it. Like, if you like, you can do it, and you want to show it off, I get it. So I'm sure that's what she did. But yeah, so I'm like, I'm wake her up, please wake everybody up. I'm gonna go get coffee and some cleaning supplies, and I'll be back in like maybe an hour. Oh my god, there were so many towels, so many articles of clothing everywhere. Like I could, we still didn't find everybody's clothes, so like they had to like take blankets and stuff. I'm like, whatever, just bring them back, please. But yeah, it was the cleanup was worth it for the party. Every time we had a massive party, it was always worth it. But that one, that was worth it. I'm like, okay, I get it. And a lot of disinfecting going on. A lot of, <laughs> lot of can you recommend? Since we're on the how-to, um, can you recommend a, a disinfecting um, brand or an approach? Like, are you going like a spray and wipe? Like, what are we, what are we talking? Like, are we doing just a general air freshener? Well, that's the final touch is the air freshener. You know, just to make I it imagine smell the, good. There would be a, there would be the smell of sex, right? Sex has a smell. It was. I'm it imagining was, like yeah. that's. It was funky. That's in, in the walls, right? 
Fuck. It, it probably is at this point in the house. I don't know, because I don't live there anymore. But I'm sure they're still going on. But yeah, it's very funky, very musky, very, yeah, that that sex smell. Maybe maybe that was the, the chick's approach getting in the dishwasher. She's just like, I want to be clean. <laughs> I can't get clean. It's like Lady Macbeth or something. It's like she can't get the spot out. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. But no, so basically, I, I love Lysol, because it smells good. You know, because bleach, it smells like a hospital. You don't want your house to smell like, you know, the psych ward or something. <laughs> you know, like you want it to smell good. So I always use Lysol and it's just what I use. Just wipe it up and hope for the best. Here we go. Like this is, this is exactly it. Um, are you writing this all down, everybody? Because these are tips. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'll give, we'll give a summary in the show notes. It's like, this is what you need. <laughs> just bang, 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 bang. I'll write it down. It's, it's a how-to guide to, to have a, a, a an epic house party. <laughs> We've got we've got the we've got the progressive list the um <laughs> the Mongolian death chant music yeah. is, is still still in. okay so we're, we've we've covered the um the, the two bases the pile and the and the the threesome let's go on to the impact play that was when you first discovered you were keen on or you enjoyed impact play yeah I I mean from being in sports for years I have a higher pain tolerance naturally. You know, because, like, you get banged up in sports. Mm-hmm. I was in hockey, in ice hockey, and I was in gymnastics. So those are two very violent sports, believe it or not. You get really banged up in gymnastics. It hurts a lot. And, like, I always had a high pain tolerance. But then, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you got your knuckles beat up, your knees beat mm-hmm. up. Ankles are being ripped apart pretty much all the time, rolling them, twisting them. Falling, falling and, like, banging yourself sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, one, the one injury that made me quit gymnastics, so... I was doing the pommel horse, so, you know, there's that springboard, and then you hit the pommel horse, and you spin and do all your fun stuff, you know. I over-rotated by half a rotate, and because I'd gotten the spinnies, which is like when you forget what you're doing mid-air. So I was, like, oh, no. panicking, because I can't remember what I was supposed to do. I over-rotated by half a rotation, and I landed right on the, like, basically this, like, the brain stem on the back of my neck. Ugh. I, like, scorpioned over on the mat yeah so yeah yeah, so that was the last time i was a gymnast (laughs) that would be the last time i'd be a gymnast as well so i have a very high pain tolerance but yeah he like brought out like various size like floggers and impact tools i'm like what are all these things they look like spatulas or cheese boards like i was like you know half joking half serious so i had no idea and i like picked one up and i'm like it was like I don't know, like a, like the size of a tablet, like a, like a Kindle or something. Like that's what the the flogger part looked like. He's like, try it. I'm like, on what? On myself? Like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, thwap. I'm like, what it, what is it supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da, I did it. I mean, what, what is this? He's like, no. Then try it again. I'm like. You're really bossy. I hope you know that. He's like, that's the point. Let's do it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> also, that's when I found out I was a brat. Because I was like, like, fine, I'll fucking do it. So I did it, and I did it harder. I'm like, okay. I did it again. What do you want me to do? He's like, oh my god. So he took the flogger, and he just like cracked on my backside. I'm like, um, what? <laughs> like try that again <laughs> so he did and yeah found out I am a bit of a impact play masochist a little bit 
I like that. I can I can appreciate that. So you've you've taken the impact play um beyond that experience. Yeah. And sort of like you 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 play with that more significantly now. Like not so much just like, you know, flogging and like whipping and stuff like that, but more like anything, like hair pulling, like tight grip, like that kind of like, you know, pain. <laughs> you know, and there was a joke going around for the long time, like after my first dom, that no one could get a reaction on me if they spanked me. So like in public, like they'd wind up and like they just crack one. And I actually gave a guy tennis elbow from it. From trying to get a reaction out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, you're not there's nothing there. And then I come back next week to the bar and he has his arm in a right, sling. Hang on, hang on. Ten, tennis elbow, so like repetitive strain injury. Yeah. From from not being able to get a reaction out yeah, of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, sorry. Well, did did you did you end up with a bruise after that? Like I've got a I've got a quite high high pain tolerance. Like I do martial arts and stuff, yeah. so I can sort of I sort of like well, you kinda understand it. Like, it, it yeah, hurts yeah. and I get Sorry. Sorry? You kind of understand, like it might hurt, but you're not going to show it, or like you just have a high exactly. pain tolerance. You, yeah, you know, you, you know, you're not going to break, so you don't show it, but it still can leave damage on the body. So, so you give this guy repetitive strain injury <laughs> by just just grinding out the pain, right? Pretty much. Are you bruised? Are you? Do, do you like I'm imagining like a massive bruise on your butt? No, he didn't really leave a mark. Like it was like there for like a day, but it wasn't like. You know, like, there's been ones where, like, you don't think it hurts, and then it's like, you're stuck for, like, two weeks with a bruise. You know? Like, mm. oh my god, what was that? It's just, like, the angle. Or, like, you know. Mm. This is another field guide okay, so, how-to. Like, the angle of the cup of the butt cheek. So, where's the best place to to be hit, in your opinion? Like, the most, like, the, like, maximum pain to pleasure ratio here. Like, the scoop. Sort of, like, an up, yeah, an up slap. the up the cheek. Not... Not a straight on, like a, like you get angling up. Yeah, a little angle up, because then it picks you up off your feet a little bit, and you're like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> you know, with with the angle, like we're getting we're getting practical here, right? <laughs> am I going for like like let's say you're beside me? Am I going for the close butt cheek and sort of like sort of cupping into the middle, or am I going for the far butt cheek? Do you know what I mean? Because if yeah. I'm cupping into the middle, we're hitting other things here. Yeah, like how where where is, am I am I aiming sort of like sort of like up and in or am I aiming just sort of like up and scoop on like the the leg like I mean let's get real like real targeted here for me it would be more middle that's okay. what I prefer but I mean hey dealer's choice you know as long as it's just like an upswing <laughs> not as like, like side the, um... swing not the side swing not the full like like you've done something bad swat you know but like scoop just scoop her up you want to be lifted off your feet yes that is exactly it. Because I, myself, am a very, like, I would say I'm a very sturdy Irish girl. I, <laughs> it takes a lot to sweep me off my feet. If you do it that way, I will lift up off my feet. Because that is exactly how it happens. <laughs> so, so I, I find this interesting because, like, people that don't um, enjoy pain or don't sort of appreciate that sort of play look at it and go, I mean, they go anywhere from the reaction of like, I don't get it to like, that's like, uh, I don't feel it to like, wait, like that feels like almost like abusive. Like you're like, you're enjoying being like, like assaulted for like, you know, like obviously (laughs) I'm using different language here. And you know, if you, I hear that all the time from people too. So, so I guess my, my question is, is like, it's like one, one person's assault is another person's like, you know, foreplay or pleasure or orgasm, you know, material. Yeah. 
which is yeah and that's that's what this this whole podcast and this whole scene is all about it's it's working out what you enjoy and sort of going down that path but what i want to what i hope to do with this podcast is um just sort of sort of look into it like what do you get from the pain like or you know if you can if you can explain sort of like what what does the impact play the pain maybe it's more like you you mentioned um in in the in the pre questions that you're into um sort of primal play so maybe maybe it ties into that sort of stuff yeah. so maybe you can sort of talk about the mental state or the physical state or the you know the connection between pain and pleasure well yeah there's a huge connection between pain and pleasure at least for me and all like you said some people are like nope no pain no thank you you know like that's fine i get it but like for me it's like a switch which is ironic because i'm a switch but hey you know <laughs> <laughs> different sort of switch different switch this is actually like a light switch you know and like i can turn on liking it and not liking it depending upon the person like the person who got his arm stuck in a sling i'm like no i'm not appealed by this thank you you know like next you know <laughs> and then like if i am attracted to the person or if we've been flirting or whatever and they go ahead and do it i'm like okay switch on like that like it's all about who it is the context of it and like what's been going on in my head associated with that person beforehand because if like you're already trying to seduce me and you're already like flirting with me or anything like that or like I just trust you on some level. It's going to be completely different than like Mr. Rando, who's like drunk at the bar. He's like, oh, I can like, I can spake her butt. I can make it feel something. I'm like, no, you can't. No. Yep. Like, yeah, it'll hurt, but I'm not going to show you it hurt. Context and consent is key. Yeah. Yep. And then usually so- the people who never like got a reaction on me would have to buy me a drink. <laughs> but- yeah. And then so- I would buy a drink for the person who got a reaction on me. It was only fair. So, so it's a, it's a bit of a game in a sense with the people that you're in. Obviously, like if we're, we're we're talking about it with people that you're you're keen on. You're playing. It's it's yeah. you know as a fun thing. Yeah, it's like it's, you're playing the games. Like like, can you get the reaction out of me? Pretty much. So, so you're looking you're looking for pain. Like I I can relate to this personally, but I'm trying to sort of ask from a perspective of the unknown or just sort of yeah. deep deep into it. But like, pain is both like the physical aspect of the pain is pleasurable but also the the act of the pain being delivered is psychologically um, pleasurable. Yeah, exactly. Is that that sort of... And like the the sensation of it kind of like dissipating too. Can you tell me about that? So like when you get hit really hard consensually, not like being assaulted on a street block somewhere, (laughs) you know, but like when you're in the middle of, you know, sleeping with someone or in a scenario or a scene or whatever, and it's a hard hit like you feel it and like like you feel it like rush through your body you're like oh my god oh like this is amazing and then once it starts dissipating it for me it kind of tingles like you know it's like oh that felt really good like the endorphins are going let's do that again it's like when it leaves your body it's kind of like a a relax too kind of like stops stops your mental chatter and all that stuff it's like oh okay i wonder if there's like an endorphin release or like sort of like the the hormonal release of the impact it's like you know there there's that i'm pretty sure that hormones are like good feeling hormones are released when you 
feel pain as a way to counter that pain. Yeah. So then it's sort of like it might be the play on that. And if the context of the pain being delivered is positive because you've asked for it or if you've consented to it, then it's like, you know, when I, with the martial arts thing, if I'm in the context of like we're fighting right now, yeah. pain feels very different to if I'm walking down the house and I stub my toe. Right. Like the stubbing the toe is like less objective pain, but it impacts me far more negatively than if I'm in the context of like, we're, we're, we're agreeing to this, we're consenting, we're having a fight right now for fun, ostensibly, right? Yeah, exactly. And like, when you stub your toe, it's, it's unexpected. Like, you know, mm. or like when you step on like, I don't know, like a Lego or a tack or something, something really unexpected. Like, that's what hurts. That's the bad pain. Like, when you're not mm. expecting it, whereas like, in impact play, you're expecting it, but you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. So you already keyed up anyway. When or so you, where. Yeah. So you know it's going to be good because you you know it's happening. You were saying with martial arts, like with hockey and gymnastics too, like that's a different level of pain. That's a different type of pain. That's You expect it. You don't show it. You know, you just grind through it and you just keep going. So it's like you can shut that off at a level. Whereas like with impact play, you you don't shut that off. You turn it on you let it actually kind of stay with you. So you don't, the mental block of pain is gone, kind of. That makes sense. Sounds very freeing in a sense. Yeah. It's like, you're not, it's sort of like in the same way you might like vocalize when you're orgasming. It's sort of like a space to vocalize when you're in pain, but in a positive sense. Yeah, exactly. See, you get it. Hmm. <laughs> Psychology of impact play right here, kids. Well, I just think about like society in general, right? There's very little... Uh, spaces, safe spaces for us to scream, to yell, to vocalize, to hit. Like, like I look at, it's like what, like, you know, if we talk about like, you know, the primal experience of the, of the pile, right. But like just prim, primal stuff in general, we, we don't, you know, this is why I do martial arts. It's like a, it's a, it's a consensual place to fight, which our society doesn't allow us anymore yeah. you know, in, out of that context. You know, same thing with, with this sort of primal play. When is it, when is it okay for someone just to scream? you know, realistically, it's, it's almost, it's almost not. So you're sort of, you know, sex impact play, like all of this sort of stuff. It's a way to hark back to something that wouldn't have been shunned or that we wouldn't have had blocked off. And it's sort of, I don't know, it's like a sort of more natural almost like animals don't, don't care who or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're obviously concerned for their safety, but they just, they just do. They just make know? noise. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of making noise, this is a side, side tangent. <laughs> I went camping one time by myself and it was maybe 6am in the morning and I woke up to two pigs just fucking right outside the tent, like wild pigs. <laughs> Perfect was, spot. Oh my God. It was fucking terrifying. It was like, <gasps> like they were, they were, they were, they it wasn't, a, oh, they are very loud. Are and very it wasn't loud. a quick session either. Like they, they, um, they didn't hydrate. They just kept going. <laughs> take a snack break <laughs> no snack break i had a little tiny pocket knife that i was using to you know do my camping stuff with yeah. so i had it in between my tent and i'm like there's this like thin layer of tent me with my little knife and just pigs just fucking it was um well you know a domestic a pig can go for like over an hour so they went they went for a while it, it felt like a long time and the thing is is like back to like the the scaring animals away like if i could have like not been in that place like the sound wasn't like a it was it was a bit scary, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not it's not something that you know you want to hear. It's like when the bobcat goes off too. You're like, oh my god, because it sounds like a woman dying. 
Like a bobcat oh, literally really? sounds like a woman is screaming and dying. It's terrifying. <laughs> like I'm in Australia, right? And like everyone messages me that's overseas being like, oh, I saw this thing about the animals in Australia, right? There is nothing. Like we are fine. Like there's a there's some spiders or some snakes maybe that you just don't see. I think of America or like, you know, like other places and there's bears, there's crocodiles, there's wolves. There's like, what's this bobcat that's screaming like a dying woman? There's like coyotes. Like we, Coyotes we have aren't that like, scary. They're like... Kangaroos, kangaroos run away. Like, like unless you're like in far north of the country at the wrong time where there's like crocodiles and stuff. Like most of my country is, there's nothing. And like, we, we get this such a bad rep, but like you go into Plus the Plus because you guys have bears. spiders the size of small dogs. Do you know how many spiders are the size of small dogs the average Australian sees? I don't care. You still Zero. have them. <laughs> That's what scares me. Like, I'm not afraid of wolves or bears or bobcats. I'm afraid of a giant-ass spider. Like, no thank you. I'm torching whatever building I'm in. We're going to start from scratch. It's fine. A, a, a friend of mine moved to that place. She moved, like, I'm right down low in Australia. And there's only, like, this sort of, like, only the very top part has these sort of the big spiders and the snakes and stuff. And she was telling me that like, yeah, we just called the local snake guy who came along and just fished it out of the, I'm like, what are you even talking about? You were living in a wasteland. God, like it just makes (laughs) my skin crawl. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, thank you. I'll take a bear any day. What? They are literal monsters. Bears are like. They are not. What? They're lovely and huggy. Yeah. Have you, until they scratch your face off. Well, yeah, obviously. Don't they like just eat people? Like <laughs> that's mostly like, polar bears. Okay. Like a black, Not- like we have black bear here where I'm at, and they're more afraid of us than they are. You know, we are of them. I I think that I would be far more afraid of that bear than the bear is of me. I know my ability to fight, and I don't think I could take on a bear. <laughs> I think you could, like a cub. You know? Yeah, just a big. <laughs> Just punch the cub in the face and run away before the mum comes Oh, back. God, yeah. And then he goes to mom and says, this man with this beard hit me. <laughs> that's that's why I have the beard. I can look, like, super intimidating. Well, you, like, yeah, big, it's a little, yeah, it's a little scruffy, like, Half out. yeah. Like, make yourself look more intimidating. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna do an awkward segue to something that's very similar, the, pl- Love the primal awkward. play. Love an awkward You're segue. Like, They're my favorite. If you hang a lantern on how awkward it is, it sort of goes beyond awkwardness into like a oh it's a it's a whole bit now we're having nice. fun yeah <laughs> so primal animals um primal play like what are we talking here what is primal play for the people that aren't um initiated or 100 percent understanding um so primal play is at least for me i define it as like you kind of just let go of being a human like you just there's a lot of teeth and scratching and biting and hunting and like growls and sniffs it's basically being primal like you were saying like going back to that primal time where it's like more so you're more in tune with yourself and your play partners and the people around you and your surroundings you rely more on senses instead of like like vocal cues and it's I feel like it's been so shown lately in, like, social media and stuff. It's, like, you know, like, people have, like, the claws on and stuff like that. Like, it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be this big performance. It sounds more like a mental state. Like, those those things might be these sort of, like, extra additions. But, like, I'm curious about the mental state. So you're sort of putting yourself 
into a, a primal state where you're sort of acting, embodying, sort of channeling this sort of like more animalistic, bestial sort of sort of thing. Yeah. So are you once again practical it's always back to the practical right. thing. But like but like are you like let's say you're you're doing this primal play with with someone that's keen on it, right? Are you sort of progressing from like normal like your normal so it might be like you know impact play or like normal you know leading into <laughs> well it's it, you know your 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 regular yeah. right are you leading from that and then you just get more primal over time or are you sort of like agreeing like we're going to do primal play like how, how do you sort of how does how does a primal play session start relative because like i remember like you know with with impact play you could like sort of you know like you you know you're watching a show or whatever you build you build up yeah you, you start having touching kissing or you start like you know a spank you're like oh it's on and then you're building it up right how does how does the primal play start i mean it could be either of those it's like it's either a slow build up and then someone there's like you can have a keyword or like a movement where it's like okay we're in primal play mode and now it's like prey and hunter and it's on like donkey kong and like you run as the prey and like they chase you or like whatever you want to do for that and like sometimes it's from the word go too. Like you are like, okay, we're going to go. Sometimes you go out in the wild and do it. Sometimes you just chase each other around the house, you know, like cats and dogs, but it's like, we're going to go do this. You got to get in your mindset before coming in and you have to be ready to play. When you say like this, like, 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 uh, like running away, hide and seek sort of chasey sort of thing. Yeah. Are we going to a place of like, um, consensual non-consent sort of stuff or like sort of like sort of like playful forcing like what do we um yeah do, do you know what i mean like is it, is it does it go into that sort of thing as well it does yeah like there's a lot of cnc and rack what's sorry rack it's rational oh god i can't remember that it was basically i have to look it up it's basically like you know it's dangerous but you're gonna yep. do it and you consent to it okay so 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 you're agreeing to like like risk risk uh like risk informed sort of play yeah exactly yep okay so it's like yeah it goes into those territories of the cnc and like risk understood consent and it can get like kind of intense sometimes like i've had to personally safe word out a few times i'm like nope i'm done like i've hit my limit i'm good (laughs) you know and that's fine they respect that you know yeah, I wanted to like go into the the safe word space. Um, like you're playing, it gets too much. You safe word out. That doesn't mean the session necessarily stops. Like that just means you're like you, you take a you take a bit of a break. Come come back down. Explain. Maybe you you talk about it. You explain what what's up or why you had to safe word out. Yeah. And maybe you've maybe you've discovered a new hard limit. Maybe you've worked out. It's like oh, maybe this is a hard limit, or maybe just for right now today for whatever reason it's too much or do you know is that is that sort of where you're going with that yeah exactly and like for me i feel like like if you do the stoplight system if you do a safe word if you tap out whatever whatever you do for your safe word i'm using air quotes as safe word is like a general term like it's constantly evolving like it's not like set in stone what is yes what is no i mean yes there are hard limits you hold on to those but like if like a new hard limit pops up like you said you stop you reevaluate. You're like, hey, this really, really hit. Like, I need to figure out why this is bothering me. And then you talk about it. 
in the aftercare or like when you pause things in the mid care, as I like to call it, if you have to like pause in the middle of something, it's like, okay, hold on, let's hold on this for a second and figure out what's going on and then go back to it. I, I like this from a, um, almost like an introspective or self-learning perspective, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's, it's like you've pushed yourself to a limit and you're discovering something about yourself. And I imagine there would be like psychological or even sort of spiritual healing oh, yeah. or discoveries that you would find about yourself, right? Oh yeah. Like for me personally, there's been a lot of like amounts of healing for trauma and like past things that have happened to me in like the primal play. Cause you just let it go. Yeah. It, it, it's sort of like, I, I, I look at, um, I'm looking at it and it's like, okay, well, what is impact play giving you? It's giving you a safe, um, exposure to a variety of different stimulus, right? Yep. It's, it's getting you to be used to pain this sort of the the sort of primal play it's i mean it's it's safely in embracing deep fears that people have oh yeah like any like primal kind of stuff and I you know like and cnc too like there's a lot of stuff that either harbors trauma or is taboo you know and people like don't go in that dark direction sometimes or dark it's not dark but like mm. but yeah it gives you that outlet to like either work through something or do something that you've always wanted to try but society's like hey that's a no-no you can't do that you know but no you can you just have to find the right environment you have to find the right people and the right respect level and trust level there's 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 a lot of little aspects to it that it's it's there's there's a curiosity on all of these things and i think that people listen to the voice of the voice of society and they and they don't they don't play they don't explore they don't they don't be curious like even this this podcast like i've um you know there's this pushback i get from people that i know personally not not people online but like this sort of like undercurrent stuff because it's not you know normal yeah quote unquote to have these conversations it's not normal but it's like it's like i'm learning so much about myself and about the world and about other people and like everyone's experience is different and like i i've i consider myself pretty like worldly i suppose or or like well read or understood but like i'm like oh i only knew this much but like there's there's like and then i thought i thought that i didn't know this much more but there's actually so much more that i was unaware of right that in this small time i'm discovering and i'm like okay i really know fucking nothing um like you know like one percent but but i thought that my one percent was like five percent you know like i thought that what i knew was a far bigger percentage but it's not like, and it's like a, a good ego, ego cut to right. to sort of step back and, and see and experience. Cause you know, I can, I make assumptions when I'm asking questions of, of you or anyone, I'm like, Oh, well, this is what I think, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, tell me if my guess, you know, my sort of <laughs> armchair psychology guess is, is correct. But then <laughs> right. like you'll, you'll twist it the other way. And it's like, Oh, cool. Okay. I see, I'm seeing where we're, um, you know, there's, there's more to everything and it's, and you know, life and sex is so like intertwined. Oh yeah but we're so like disparate in society, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And like the whole exploring and finding new things and stuff, it's like from being an educator, like I see that it's like part of my everyday life, you know, like back when I was teaching, like, I'm like, okay, kids, you need to figure out something new. You need to learn something new. And like in mm. my own life and like in the kink world and like the LGBTQ, LI, alphabet mafia that I'm a part of, <laughs> that's basically what it is we keep taking all the letters of the alphabet so we're just a mafia at this point okay can we just can we just pause on that because yeah. I, I have um I have, I have questions down this path and this podcast isn't about sort of like gender in yeah. that sense but 
it sort of relates to terminology. I had a previous um, podcast, I haven't posted it at time of recording, but we're talking about the idea of labels, right? If you label yourself as being into primal play or being yeah. a masochist or being like a rope bunny or, or a little or whatever, whatever yeah. you know, buzzword you talk, right? They're just labels that sort of best encapsulate the collection of behaviors and feelings and symptoms, you know, like the same thing with for mental health. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so when you, when you describe yourself as an X or a Y or whatever letter of the um, LGBTQ <laughs> um, <laughs> mafia that you said, right. Cause like I have um, feelings down that path as well. Like I, I, but the thing is, is like what I feel, I look at all of that space, particularly like the politicization of that space yeah. and go, I don't relate to any of this. I know that me personally, for whatever reason, sometimes I feel feminine. Just, yeah. just not, not all the time, but there's like, I sort of sway into this mode. And then like, I remember when I was younger and there was like trauma sort of happening. That was a lot more like, it was like, you know, it's very confusing. And oh, like, yeah. I've spoken to a bunch of psychologists about it. And some of them gave me very terrible advice. For example, like, why don't you wear female underpants? And I'm like, that is not at all helpful because it's not, you know, like it was just, just not hitting the mark. No. And the, reason, the reason I'm sort of going down this path is that like, technically I'm a part of this, um, this 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 whole thing but i don't identify with the identi identity politics if that makes sense it's sort of like whatever they're talking about isn't me and yet i'm one of them but i just i just can't get on board with all of that you know and labeling is just an organization system that's all it is yes that's all labeling is like you are who you are like cool you like dudes one day cool if you like chicks one day that's fine if you love they thems trans hey that's cool too you do you this is exactly it. It, it, it. But like my, my problem is, is like, I, I know myself and it's like, I, I am me and this is what I want or this is what I like. And I'm sort of trying to, to discover myself, but in order to communicate that to you, I then have to use labels. But the problem is, is what, what I think the label is and what you think the label is are two different things. And this, this relates to sex as well. Right. And you'll find it in the online space. Anytime a woman posts, or anyone, I suppose, posts online something about I'm a sub. Like if you put you're a sub in your in your uh, profile, you are you you're are a pile of, pile of doodles. There's gonna be a lot of produce in your DMs, I'm sorry. Because they're they're jumping on the label, but you might identify as a submissive, or like you said, like oh you discovered you're a bit bratty, right? Yeah. But what I what I consider a bratty sub isn't you. You are you but their collection of those behaviors can be then labeled as bratty sub. So it's, I don't know, there's something in that space that yeah. makes me curious, you know? And like, the thing is, like I said, labels are just labels. It's like, you just do you, you know, like to identify myself in the community. Yeah, I am bi. That's my label in the alphabet mafia. You know, this is how it is. And I'm okay with that. Yep. You know, but there's people who like, I'm part of the, the alphabet mafia, but I don't, claim a letter and i'm like that's fine you do you just mm. welcome in we're cool just isn't, party isn't with that us what, isn't the the undefined queer isn't queer the label for yeah. the undefined yeah i think yeah that and the plus because like you never know what letter we're gonna steal next <laughs> <laughs> all the letters <laughs> so i saw a meme where it's like the best like queer agenda thing that we've ever done is stealing the rainbow from god and i'm like actually it's stealing the alphabet from the English language. <laughs> I I don't like the politicization of of all of this sort of stuff yeah. because it just becomes this 
this like and it, it doesn't help anyone the people that are like like both sides it, it becomes like no one wins other than the media companies and the people selling advertisement exactly. space right if you if you like argue with with someone online or you get you you know like and and both both sides like i, I tend to sort of step aside and just look at the the whole oh, yeah. the whole you know playing field yeah. both sides have have people that are like heralded as like you know the 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 god emperors of their like you know left and right team right but <laughs> the like grand poobas of the group you know yeah typically typically if you actually watch their long form content they're a lot more reasonable than your side's hypercut of that content right? and when you watch them when you watch both hypercuts of both sides you get this feeling it's like oh no one's actually listening no you know it's it's no one's listening no one's watching and yeah like some people are toxic trash on all sides oh god yeah or take things too far or like but it's like just let's just step back because engaging with that space is just promoting a narrative and promoting dissent and promoting um just lack of understanding like like I sort of want a tangent into like you, you, you identify as bi in, in, in this space. Yeah. I've heard, tell me if I'm wrong, but I've, I've heard that bisexuals get ostracized from both straight and gay communities somewhat or pretty extensively in some stages. Is there, is there truth to that? Or um, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> could, do you like, because like from the, from an outside perspective, it's sort of like you're all part of the the the, the alphabet rainbow. Like, surely you're okay, you know. Like, what? Why I like is how you there... just combine both of them. The alphabet rainbow. That's perfect. That, look, we we're a couple. Look, we're, 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 it's a how-to guide. But but like, so, so can you can you give me a bit of a like like what your experience in that space is, is or like why maybe why there is a bit of ostracization? Because from an outside perspective, you would imagine it's like why why would there be such um, negativity? But there seems to be like they seem to be judged negatively from both sides of the spectrum there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we chatted a little bit online about it. You know, I sent we were chatting back and forth in messages about it. And for the straight communities, it's we're a threat. I've been I've been literally told that I'm a threat by people, by straight men. You're gonna take their women? Yeah, pretty much. And I'm but, like, but those women—if you can take those women, those women are either gay or bisexual anyway. And they're like not taking yeah. anything. And it's not like they're wanting to stay with you, anyways. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's like, if she wanted to come with me, then she was going to come with me. It's, I don't, I don't make the rules. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like within the community, for me, in my experience, I've had both really positive and really negative. Like, for me. I feel like the lesbian community has been more accepting than the gay community, at least in my one of my larger circles of people that I know. And I'm not entirely sure why. And like my my gay friends obviously we love each other, like we're family. But like in the greater community I'm just like, Okay, if you don't like me, I don't care. I don't like you and then like with the lesbian community they're like, Yeah, come on in, girl I'm like, Okay, I'm here <laughs> So you've not found much pushback from the lesbian community. It's more from straight men. Yeah. And like straight women too. Straight women. Yeah. What's what's the um, pushback from straight women? Because I'm going to take their man. I'm just like. Oh, okay. <laughs> honey, it's not like that. <laughs> That's not how this Do, works. Does it seem maybe people that are bisexual get judged as being sort of hypersexual or slutty yes. for lack of a better expression? Because it's like, oh, you can fuck anyone. You're happy to fuck anyone. I guess you're yeah. doing everyone all the time. Right. Pretty much. They always okay. think you're just constantly having sex. You're constantly fucking everything. It's the pulse. And I'm like, that is not how this works. 
I just, just like we have one. We have one party a year where we all get into a pile, exactly, and then, then that's it. That's we get my out in one day. That's and where you're not invited. That's where I spend my ca- That's where I spend my cash. You know, that, that's my <laughs> one time a year. No, but it's like no. Fair enough. Like it's. I don't know. Like I, I, I maybe it's like that sort of naive view, but unless like you're being personally impacted directly, just like back the fuck off. Like. I don't know if I, yeah. if I if I like you know flirt if I flirt with someone and she, and and she rejects me, that's not like she's not a bad person. Maybe we just don't connect. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, it's not it's not like I don't know. Maybe it's you know people put too much energy into that space of like other people's opinions. Like if 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 we chat and we don't get along, okay. Like it's not bad about me. It's not bad about you. It's just you know it's like it's like putting you know like tomato sauce and like tartare sauce together maybe they just don't yeah know, i don't know if that would maybe, go the, together, maybe like. the, the flavors don't go co- that's what i mean like maybe they don't yeah. go together but you know but isn't that kind of what like the secret sauce from a big mac is though or mcdonald's that, i'm pretty sure that's isn't mm, no that's got lots of pickles in there yeah like doesn't tartar sauce have pickles in it so what you're saying is big macs are bisexual <laughs> look this there is the three pieces of bread so we're, we're we're hitting onto something here circle back to the party Three, the three pieces of bread. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're going, we're going full meta. <laughs> oh my gosh. So meta. But no, it's like, like you said, like, it's just, why do you put so much effort into caring about what other people do? If it doesn't personally mm. affect you, move along. Like, I don't care if like you like what you like, like that's your flavor. You know, this, this is it. Like. I feel like there's, there's like an undercurrent, like people love to gossip about people, right? Like, and I know that like, you know, in my personal life, my sort of acquaintance circle, look at what I do on the online kink space, look at my erotic fiction and poetry. And when they discover this podcast, we'll be um, secretly listening. But the thing is like, it's spread. So they talk, they talk, and then it comes back to me. And I find out that all these people are listening and following that, um, they've never spoken to me about it. That's all okay. I'm I'm completely okay with that. Hey, views and follows are views and follows. Just, just, you know, if that's you, just give it a like, give it a share, give it a subscribe, you know, rate and review, help me out. Um, <laughs> tell your friends. No, but I'm okay with that because like everyone gossips and talks like that's, yeah. that's what humans do. I'm okay with that. We're storytellers We're okay. by nature. That's what we do. hundred percent. The thing I'm not okay with is then ostracizing because of that. Like, you know, like feel free, like talk about me all you like, but don't then ostracize me or put me into a group or like discriminate based on that unless you've like had a direct experience with me it's all hearsay yes exactly you know if you went up to some some guy and girl and you're like uh, move over move over buddy i'm taking your bitch <laughs> home like she's mine now like that guy has a right to be pissed off a little bit yeah but if yeah. but if, if if you're both at a bar and you're all single and the chick chooses you yeah. too bad buddy like step your game up <laughs> right it's like you gotta learn to like seduce a woman better because i got her you didn't bye you know what's the moves to seduce a woman because I've, I've spoken to a couple of um bisexual women and they're more than okay with being able to come on to guys because this is what they said they're like oh but guys are into sex and i know how to flirt with them yeah. and stuff i'm like dude you're a girl girls are into sex you're into sex like it's not it's not like this whole thing like how how do you um seduce a female as a female it, oh my gosh <sighs> this is the how to it's the how to podcast <laughs> so by default, I go the awkward route. Boom. I love it. Because we both know in our heads the seduction game. 
Okay. You know, like men to generalize. I apologize for generalizing, but like you said, into sex. It's like, hey, you want to go? Okay, let's go. Whereas like with women, you've got to play the game a little bit. You know, okay. you've got to get in their head. You've got to get them thinking. Got to get them imagining. the mind to yes, get the body. Exactly. And I just okay. go the awkward route. I just try to make them laugh and make them see that like, hey, I'm cool. You're cool. I like you. You're cute. Let's go. You know. But it's usually just like I find like a, a common thread of like nerdiness. Because all women. Pop culture. Pop yeah. culture jokes. Yeah. Pop culture jokes, memes, nerdy stuff. Like I'll see what she's wearing. If she's got like, you know, a Star Wars symbol or like a Care Bear or something or, you know, whatever she has on. I'd be like, I bring it up and I go, I'm huge on trivia so i have a bunch of random trivia facts so sometimes i'll just spout out a random trivia fact to get the ball rolling i am very awkward and i try to be on so, purpose to show i am awkward this is who i am this is what you get <laughs> from from the like the the bisexual or like you know like flirt like a woman woman flirting with a woman or a man flirting with a man right yeah um there's some like stereotypical or cliche signs that some people might project but i imagine that there's a massive proportion of people in the community that aren't um, uh, externally v- v- vocalizing with their attire, with their with their no. presence, with their voice, that they are bisexual or gay, right? How do you, how do you, like like let's say like for for guys wanting to pick up guys or girls wanting to pick up girls that aren't like wanting to explore that space, how do you broach the topic when you're not sure, or do you just get a feel for it and then you go like, what's the What's the um the leading when you're trying to pick up someone of the same gender, but you're not sure if they if they lean your way as well? Um, sometimes it's just blindly jumping in and just hoping risk, for risk the best. The rejection. Yeah, you're like just jump in and see, and if it's not, hey, let's just be friends. You know, that's cool. I love making friends, but some well, happy so, to be friend zoned. In that case, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like I love making friends. <laughs> like if you're not if you're not into the alphabet mafia that I am, that's cool. Let's just be friends. You know, because I love making friends and meeting new people. But, like, if you're, if they're not, like, wearing clothing or, like, have a big neon sign telling the world above their head, um, sometimes there's a glance. Like, it's like. You catch them checking you out. It's kind of like that, but it's more of, like, a euphoria of just knowing that there's another person like you at the bar. How do you know, though? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes it depends upon, like, this is like getting into spectrums that I'm not necessarily 100% a part of in the Alphabet Rainbow Mafia. But one of my friends, who is a masked lesbian, says, like, you just kind of dress the way that you do. Like, you can tell, like, a masculine presenting lesbian or a feminine presenting lesbian. So you kind of get cues that way. Um, with men it's a little bit harder the outside yeah. people might not see yeah. as clearly yeah it's like yep. subtle signs very subtle signs and like if mm. you like make direct eye contact with someone and like you see this like look of like happiness and euphoria it's because they know it's the same person it's like the same little little, little same nod team. like a little yeah. like it's like when it's like this is showing how small town I am, but like when you're on a country road and like you do the two finger wave on your steering wheel as the person's coming by, you like acknowledge each other. <laughs> like that's kind of what it is. And there's 
there's there's the martial arts analogy like um guys that train get cauliflower ear from like you know have you seen cauliflower ear? Yeah. It's, it's some people think it's hot as hell. Some people think it's disgusting. But either way, like you see a guy with cauliflower ear, you're like, you know, sup, bro. And like if you happen to look at a gymnast's ankles and they're all wonky, you know, you know, like you were a gymnast, like hey, you know, but no, <laughs> or like really wonky, like like splayed out hands, like you have like really like big palms and like tiny fingers if you're a gymnast. Oh, really? Because you just need to have that push off and that grip. Oh, look at that. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio me- medium for for the people uh, listening at home. <laughs> hands are quite, uh, the, the display of hands are quite good, which come in handy in multiple things. If you're yes. in a pile of people, you want to have a big spray of hands so you can touch more than one person at once. Write this down, kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um we're going to come up on time. I just wanted to ask another question and then yeah. I can give you some, some, um, you can sort of fill in any gaps we've missed, but you, you mentioned, um, briefly about being a switch. So you, you're, you seem, or it sounds like you're sort of primarily submissive, but you can switch to, to Dom. Yeah. Do you, do you find that you switch to Dom when you're playing with females or is it with the person dependent or like, how, how does, how does that, how does the, uh, the switch work? Oh, uh, well, you pretty much just answered the question. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I find Sorry, myself doing done. that. I'll yeah, it's myself. like done. Okay, bye. <laughs> but no, yeah. I find myself being more dominant when I'm with a woman and more submissive when I'm with a man. Just I don't know, it just has always been. I've tried I've tried switching with a man, it just feels awkward. <laughs> it just feels so weird. I'm just like I can't do this. Ugh. It's like do this for me now, please. <laughs> like it's See, just so I, I have this issue with like I'm attracted to females, right? Like I can look at guys and I'm like, oh, that guy's like a good looking guy, but I'm not, I'm not keen on playing, right? Just, yeah. just in general. But I also identify an aspect of me that's switchy, right? But the problem is, is like, like I feel like I'd be primal as well. So I need some like absolutely muscle bound <laughs> martial artist of a giantess of a woman to like beat the fuck out of me. Right. Because it's like. Because if, if, if I'm with like a, you know, a five foot five chick, she's like, do this thing to me. Like, I'm like, like what are you going to do? Like, I well, just, how like, tall push are you? Off. If you're like looking up at the ceiling, like, how tall are you? I'm not that tall. But like, if there's if the girl's <laughs> shorter than me and she's looking, she's looking up at me and, and she's like telling me what to do. I'm like, what are you going to, what, what are you going to do? Like, I can just push, you know. Just put like, your hand I'm, on the forehead. Like. <laughs> just, just get away. Like, you can't make me do this. Like my compliance I don't know, and this is maybe the way the way I feel. Like, like let's say you're playing dom sub, and like you know, like you're getting a bit primal about yeah. it. Like, if the person, and obviously this is all consensual before we um make any judgments, but you you, you know, safe words and yada yeah. yada. But if the if if they don't comply, you can you can start making them comply, right? You're playing that sort of physicality game, yep. and obviously, like some some sort of dom sub play is all verbal and like that sort of stuff but like underlying all of that i feel like there's a little bit of a physicality aspect oh yeah so for 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 when you say like you you struggle to be dominant over men is is part of that the physicality side of things like you're sort of like you know please stop like you know like because what because when it comes down to it they can just like no like i'm just i can just leave you can't stop me yeah um it's like because i'm short you know so that doesn't help in the beginning so i'm like five three on a good day with mm. my bun up, you know, <laughs> like I get like two extra inches, but yeah, it's really hard. Like, like looking up at someone, you know, it's like I have to get up on a step stool and say, listen, 
Like I no, I just can't. It just feels so. What I need to do is get a get a femdom on the podcast and really <laughs> yes. just dig into this, like how they get control. Because I would love to learn. <laughs> yeah, like this is this is the thing. I, I'm looking to hit all of the bar- all of the um different people in the uh, in the kinky community. I would love to learn how to do that because, like, with women, yeah, because wow. I'm usually bigger, like I'm usually taller, just like stockier. From being in hockey and you've gymnastics. got the physicality. You've yeah. got the physicality to back up your my game, your threats. Yeah, right? like my sass. I got, exactly. I got. It, you're you know? like, like sit down, and they say no. You're like, I'm going to make you sit down, and they know that you could if you chose to. Yeah, like I sit yeah. them down. I'm like, you're going to stay there, and they're like, okay, you know, I'm like it works. <laughs> but with a guy, I do. They're like, no, no, and like I try to sit them down, and like they get up and they like pick me up, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not doing it right. <laughs> like. This is, this is the, like, it's almost like, like when you're reading fiction, like you have to have this sort of like, um, uh, you have to like sort of put aside your, your, like your beliefs of some reality. You have to like suspend belief. Yeah. Especially right. in like, so like, like the smut world where it's like dragons and demons and I, it's like things that don't normally pair together. You're like, okay. Um, <laughs> with, but with, with, the, with the play, right? Like with fiction, but with, with plays, well, like, you know, you, you have to suspend disbelief and allow the, the, there's a level of disbelief play that you have to have. Yeah. And like when a guy like lets me dom, I'm like, you're just letting me like, you're not like, exactly. <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to be because at any second you could flip the switch and I'll be like under, I'll be like pinned down. I'm just like, no, this is not going to work. The, the only, there's, there's a few caveats or a few, few things that I've seen. I, I watched a documentary of a, um, financial domination. Oh yeah. Which is like, um, you know, like if I give you all my passwords, you can now threaten me legitimately. Yeah. Right. So it's like you sort of giving up at, there are ways. Well, didn't you, you have a podcast of, about that too? We just sort of touched upon it, but like there's, there's ways that you can like legitimacy, legitimately secede that, but it's, yeah, there's a, there's a physicality play that I definitely need to get someone on the podcast. So if you, if, if any are femdom Please. doms that, you know, play with, play with men are listening, I want to, I want to get into like, how do you do it? What are their roles? What are we playing? Because yeah. Um, Please teach me your ways. It's all about the practical nature, yeah. right? So the practical exploration. So, all right. So, so we're coming up on time. Is there anything that we've covered that you want to address that you want to sort of loop back to that we maybe jumped off from? Um, we covered a lot of ground. We always do. <laughs> <laughs> but um, sometimes people like like we've sort of like deviated from a from a topic or something. I don't know. Do we have to circle back on anything? I'm trying to think. Do we need to do like a recap of the how to? Oh yeah. Okay. So so <laughs> okay. So so yeah. Let, let's let's go through. It. Maybe we can get the list. I like yeah. this. Yeah. Let's so, do so that. we had we had yeah. the um, two educators right not... here. It's like let's make a list. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your take home list, students. Here's the summary. <laughs> um, so it was um the the selfies. The yeah. The sap, yeah, the the angle, so not the straight down shot of the uh, of the eggplant. It's the yeah. it's the angle shot with maybe good lighting and editing. And the same thing goes for like women's produce too. Like, oh yeah, do a little fun angle on the tushy or the boobs, you know. And full frontal, I don't need to see right away. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's just hold that off for a second. Okay, so so it's it's work your angles and lead up to things. Yeah, you know, that... do do a little bit of the play. Cool. We had uh, what else did we have? Death metal. Choose your music. Choose your music, and we're leaning into um, uh, Mongolian death metal. Yeah. We had uh, what? What was the cleaning product? Lysol. 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 Yep. Preferably lemon scented because that smells nice. Lemon lemon scented Lysol. We said we found out if you're playing with uh, two other women, you go in a circle. Yep. And you probably want a big bed. Yes. Bigger the better, or even a floor. I would think would be the best because then no one falls off of anything. Yeah. 
we uh we learnt how to um pick up woman as a woman, yeah. which is be the um go the awkward uh uh what was it the the um the awkward nerdy kind of yeah. Any other bits of advice we've missed? I feel like there was more when I go through the editing. Yeah, we'll add to we'll, the list. We'll add to the list. Um, I mean, just remember, you know, only you can decide if something feels good because Mr. Tennis Elbow learned that the hard way. Like, I still see him every once in a while in town, and I'm like, how's the elbow? He's like, shut up. I'm like, learned your lesson. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy couldn't. Uh, <laughs> did, you, did you at least give him an ice pack or something? Like, sorry. Well, the, well, I didn't see him until the next week, and I, he had already, like, been in the brace. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you happened. Oh, oh, speaking of, there is one more. There's one more bit of advice. It's the, um, and we can end it on this, it's the up cup. The up cup, that's what it was. Yep. Up cup, just mm, just like up. I love it. Well, thank you so much for, for jumping on board. It has been a great conversation. Um, Very funny. I've learned a lot, and I hope everyone else has learned a lot as well. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do another how-to. Figure something else out. Oh, look, we'll, we'll develop a list of questions that there we can you answer, go. and maybe yeah. we can... Be- I would love that because, you know, I love explaining things and talking about things. The logistics. I love the logistics too. So This is the thing, like, nobody thinks of the logistics, no. but I actually think they're quite interesting. It's like, how how do you organize a pile of people? Like, the physics of it. Like, how do you, is it a pyramid? Is it just a, is it an amorphous glob? Oh. Like, you know? Oh, bribe, bribe your neighbors. Yeah, bribe your neighbors. Don't be able to do that. See, look. Okay, I'll, as I go through the edit, I'm going to put all of the advice into dot. I'm going to dot, like, in the show notes. Are you going to make, like, a little handout? Like, a little a bulleted handout for the, everybody? <laughs> you can screen cap it. I'm not going that far. <laughs> Send one by post. Old school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, it's been so much fun. Thanks. I just want to give a massive thank you to Cassie for coming onto the podcast. I had a great time. It was absolutely hilarious. I'm um, still chuckling and thinking about it. And since the recording of the episode, I've been <laughs> getting into the, the Mongolian death metal as a form of exercise. But who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll enter some sort of play later on. We'll see who likes it. And the lists and take-home advice was just absolute gold. I had a great time, and I reckon I will have her back on at some stage. Um... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you'd like to support the podcast, there's a couple of things you could do. The absolute best thing would be to give it a rate and review, tell someone about it, let people know and say, hey, check it out. You'll enjoy this. If you want to support it more directly, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You could grab a copy of my book, Kink Volume 1. It's a collection of erotic short fiction and poetry, and the ebook is only a couple of bucks, and I narrate the audiobook. So check that out. And if you like, you could also sign up to the Patreon. For $5 a month, you will get early access to all the podcast episodes, exclusive access to the Kinky Community Discord channel, access to any outtakes and blooper reels, and you'll also have the chance to interview me in a reverse interview-style podcast. That's all available on the $5 per month tier. So it's great value. Check it out. Support. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast or would like to become a sponsor for the podcast, hit me up with an email on social media. And finally, if you want to check out anything else I've got going on, including my books, podcasts, poetry, or Insight Timer and Skillshare courses, you can do so at my website, zachary-phillips.com. It's been lovely having you here today. I'll see you in the next episode.